What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. I'm Andrew Ivins, joined as always by David Lake. Miami goes into Pittsburgh, picks up a win on Saturday. The Hurricanes take down the Panthers 16-12 following a uh, late touchdown pass from Jaron Williams to KJ Osborne. It was, uh, I guess you would call that like a post or a deep slant, and Osborne did all the work, finds the end zone. Um, ugly day for the offense, but a win's a win. David, your initial takeaway on this, I, I think you need to eat some crow here. You <laughs> a blowout loss, and um, Miami's defense came to play, and the offense did uh, just enough. Yeah, definitely. You know, I was wrong. I predicted a 31 to 13 loss um, to Pittsburgh, and that. That was not the case. Miami definitely continues to keep fighting, and they pulled out a win. Um, I think I think the story of this game really is the the three turnovers in the first half that kind of set the tone for the game, uh, and the red zone defense. You know, uh, Pittsburgh did drive the ball deep into Miami territory on some drives, but the Panthers were not able to get any touchdowns and that's huge. Um, you know, kind of another difference in the game was Miami was able to score two touchdowns and Pitt had to keep settling for field goals. So, you know, big picture wise that those are kind of my takeaways. Obviously it was impressive the way Jaron came off the bench, um, in, in kind of a tough situation, to be honest, you know, throwing it, throwing them in the game with seven minutes left saying, you know, please save us. And he did it. He, he definitely stepped up and delivered some key throws on that drive. And he had a key, uh, scramble, I guess, for a first down that, that was big and extended the drive. So, you know, Jaron gets a lot of credit for stepping up in a, in a tough situation. Well, let's, uh, let's kind of dive into that whole quarterback thing. Um, you know, there was the the shots on TV of, of Dan Enos not happy with uh, Nikosi Perry. I mean, I think it was at one point Miami's offense was one for 12 on third down. Uh, they only had, what was it, 100 yards of offense at halftime. I mean, the offense was not uh, yeah. moving well. And then, you know, they they eventually went to, to Jaron, I think, midway through the fourth quarter. Uh, Manny said on 560 WQAM that they felt like the offense was kind of stuck in the mud. I believe was the the word he used, and they wanted to try something different and see if that would provide a spark. And um, you know, the first series wasn't great. I, I think they went three and out, but uh, the second series is the one that produced that game winning score. So, uh, what do you make of this whole situation? Of 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 it, it seems like Jaron might have missed practice on Wednesday. There's reports of that. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. Weird. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't hear it, but I guess it's kind of floating around out there that Joe Zagaki, the, um, you know, play by play voice of the uh, Miami Hurricanes radio broadcast mentioned during the game that I guess Jaron Williams uh, skipped Wednesday's practice. Uh, You know, after the game, the local media asked Manny about that. And Manny basically said, you know, Stuff like that, we're going to keep in-house, and, and we're not going to talk about that. They then asked Jaron Williams about it, too, and Jaron said, you know, that's that's something we're going to keep in-house and, and not discuss. So I do think it did happen, clearly, by those responses. 
Um, and, you know, I guess it is interesting that Miami would would put him in the game. I, I, I guess that shows kind of what the coaching staff felt like. You know, I don't want to use the term <laughs> desperation, but I don't know what other term to use, to be honest, because I think it's I think most coaches would not play a guy who skips out on a practice that week. But with that being said, I mean, it did end up working. They got the win. The win was huge. Um, and, you know, this is something, I guess, that Manny's going to have to manage moving forward. Uh, you know, after the game, before I knew this report was out there, I guess, I kind of wrote that I felt like this cemented Jaron Williams as the starter against FSU. And, you know, if you just base it off performance, I think, yeah, you got to you got to ride with Jaron now. But I think there are some there's probably some things that Jaron needs to say to the team, you know, on Sunday, maybe or, or, you know, tonight on the on the airplane back where he kind of apologizes for missing Wednesday's practice and, and makes it clear that he's definitely going to ride with the team moving forward. So more drama. It seems like there's a lot of drama. And I know we're, this is supposed to be the instant reaction for what happened in the game. Um, but the more you listen to the post-game quotes, uh, I think Manny had one on there about um, the team got a lot closer. The players had some talks with each other and communicated with with each other on some things. Some guys opened up. We some formed some connections. I mean, we really don't know what's going on. But what we do know is from the outside, Brian Hightower has left. Uh, the program. Um, Jeff Thomas is suspended. Um, Tate Martell is taking what a, a medical leave of absence. I mean, why wasn't right. he there? So there, there's got to be something going on behind the scenes. And I don't really want to kind of get into that. But right. um, for all that to be going on and for Miami, really for the what is this like the fifth fifth game of the season for them to it, it to be a close fourth quarter game, they finally got the bounce to go their way. And maybe this really could be um that rallying point, I mean, of guys buying in. I mean, just what you saw on social media, once the players got to their phones, it seems like it was it was more than normal. Uh, there was a lot of guys fired up. And, you yeah. know, it was a short it was a shorthanded team. And, and I think me and you said it, we wrote it, and we talked about it on the message board. I mean, we were going to know, is this team um, over the tough losses? Are, are they over it? Or uh, are they going to kind of buy in? And Miami got probably the best case result aside from a blowout, but I don't think they were ever going to come in here and, and just run all over Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, look, getting the win is huge. And, and yeah, the offense was ugly. There's no doubt about that. But I think, too, it is important to remember that they were missing DJ Dallas, who's been their most consistent playmaker on offense this season. They were missing Jeff Thomas again who is probably their most explosive threat on offense at receiver. And honestly, he would have been a, a big part of the game plan this week with, with Pitt and their defense and how they leave corners on islands against receivers. So Jeff would have been a, a deep, deep ball threat target during the whole course of the game. So Miami was missing those two guys, and those are those are big misses for this offensive offensive unit. And I think, too, you also need to recognize – Pittsburgh's defense like their defense is very good they're very sound they do have some playmakers that safety uh Paris Ford he was he was very good today he was all over the field making plays their pass rush is impressive um so moving forward 
you would hope that you can get DJ back healthy and Jeff Thomas will be ready to go against Florida State, as is the plan. And I think, too, you would hope, I mean, right now it appears that there isn't going to be a defense near the level of Pitt on the on the remaining schedule. Um, so maybe those those factors can help the offense look better moving forward. And look, maybe Jaron Williams is going to get back to the you know North Carolina Jaron Williams that plays with accuracy and anticipation and and you know can work that middle of the field because. When he came in against Pitt, he was definitely looking to the middle of the field, and, and he was hitting on some of those throws. So, yes, it was really ugly on offense today, but hopefully it's just, you know, a situation where it's a tough opponent and you are shorthanded. So moving forward, maybe things will get better. Um, We've gone pretty uh, – I don't even know how long we are into this podcast. We haven't even talked about the defense. I think this unit – deserves uh, a lot of credit um you know i thought on that opening drive when when greg russo was in coverage down the sideline i'm like oh here we go again like this is not going to end well and yes there was missed tackles but held pittsburgh to four field goals um second acc game they haven't given up a touchdown you know they didn't give up one against virginia um and, and manny was quick to point out they really didn't give up one in regulation against georgia tech so I thought Blake Baker's unit was very good. That that Greg Russo I mentioned three sack performance. Uh, he's a monster. DJ Ivy, um, you know he was Johnny on the spot, the guy and and you know on the tip pass from McLeod. But I thought the unit performed uh, pretty well. Yeah, I the defense won the game. I mean, you know, the pass to KJ Osborne is going to get a lot of the attention because it was such a big play. It was the game winning play, but. Really, Miami won this game because of the defensive effort. Um, you know, Pitt quarterback Kenny Pickett looked really bad today, and a lot of that was because of the play of Miami's defense. They hurried him a lot, and he tried to make throws that he shouldn't be trying to make, and Miami made him pay. So that side of the ball deserves a lot of credit because moving forward, if Miami does go on a little bit of a run here to end the year, um, it's going to be because of the defense. Uh, this team is going to have to lean heavily on that group. Uh, and so this Pittsburgh game in that way was a really good sign. Um, before we wrap this thing up, you know, last podcast, when we were talking about this game, we said recalibrating expectations. And I think me and you both said we, we weren't expecting a, a bowl game. I, I think, you know, I hate to be wishy-washy, the guy that flips here back and forth, but we said Miami was going to have to steal a game, and and this looks yeah. like the one. So I think Bulls' eligibility is a lot more obtainable now. I agree. I think you're looking at, you know, Florida State. I think it'll be a toss up. I think you're hoping you can beat Louisville at home, and then you should definitely beat FIU. So if you can win those, you know, definitely the Louisville game and the FIU game, you're in. So that's and that's huge, man. Those practices will be huge for the future of the program and kind of helping Manny get his off-season going, so to speak. Well, I think that will do it for uh, today's Instant Reaction podcast. My last question for you, David, uh, is Miami, uh, give me a line. What do you think it's going to be on Sunday for that Florida State game? And just so everyone knows, this, we're taping this before 
Uh, Florida State's got underway. I, I think they're in like the second or third qu- second quarter right now. So I mean, we have no idea what's going to happen against Syracuse. What is what is your early prediction for that line? Oof. I think <laughs> well, Florida State's at home, right? So I would yeah. say you know FSU by two. Yeah, I'm gonna go the other way. I think Miami actually will be favored, but um, I don't okay. know. Vegas seems like the Canes. I mean, they have and the, they've been right spot on here. Um, yeah. Kind of, you know, with the Virginia game, this game. So that'll do it, guys. Stay locked to Miami.247sports.com. Um, we had some great stories up already uh, over the weekend. Chris Stock, our, our colleague, had something with Don Chaney, just kind of where things stand in his recruitment. Um, David had his 10 thoughts after the game. So please check out the site, and uh, we'll be in Tallahassee next weekend. Take care, guys.